You've probably heard people talk about how life is a game. Things like how to play the game of life or how to win at the game of life. Hell, there's even a board game called quite literally life. But it's not a game like you might think. There are no real winners or losers, and you're not really playing to beat anyone else or making anyone else lose. Hopefully. Life isn't a finite game. Life is an infinite game. So stick around, and we'll break it down. What's up, UX fam? How's your mom and them? Welcome to another episode of Beyond UX Design. I'm Jeremy. If you're new here, welcome to the show. I'm super stoked to have you. And if you haven't done it already, please consider subscribing to the show wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you are a regular here and you feel like you're getting something out of the show, I would really appreciate you leaving a five-star review along with a couple sentences. Apple loves that stuff and so do I. That'll help me out way more than you can imagine. And as always, thanks so much to Chris, Siraquan, Stacy, Radu, and Megan for their support. I can't believe this list is growing. Thank you so much. And if you want to join Chris, Siraquan, Stacy, Radu, and Megan and help keep the show independent and ad-free, you can become a patron for as little as $3 a month. And if you do that, you'll get some sweet perks for your support. And of course, if you think this show is worth sharing, then I would love it if you told some friends. For more information on how you can support the show and help more people find out about what we're doing here, make sure to check out beyonduxdesign.com support. My son's first grade class has this thing at school where they have a clip that they move up or down a step depending on if they're having a bad day or a good day or whatever. So for instance, if they have to be told to stop doing something several times, their clip might go down. Or if they help a friend do something, they might help move their clip up. So this week, my son had his clip moved down, and he was not very happy about this. It happened for a few reasons. First, he was upset that one of the kids in his class wouldn't stop making some really annoying noise in his ear. And this kid sits next to him, drives him completely crazy every day. He's always complaining about this kid. Uh, he fell during recess, hurt his arm. And then to top it off, during one of the lessons, they were doing some science experiment with colors. But for some reason, something wasn't working for him. I don't even know what it was, but all the other kids were able to do it. Anyway, long story short, he had a meltdown that day. He yelled at the kids, he yelled at the teacher. So of course, his clip got moved down. Now, there's something to keep in mind about my son, Linus. He is a rule follower. He doesn't like to get in trouble. He is the teacher's little informant, as they say. One day, I think this is going to get him in a lot of trouble, I'm sure. But for now, you know, it's kind of cute when he's in first grade. Now, he doesn't like messing up and he doesn't like failing. But today he messed up and his clip got moved down a notch. Now, when that happens, he has to get this paper signed so that we see it. And we're supposed to have a talk about what happened and how he can improve. And I love this. It's a perfect opportunity for us to talk about how every day is a new day and we're not competing with anybody but ourselves from the day before. It's a great opportunity to teach our kids about the infinite game of life where there are no winners or losers necessarily. A game where we're only competing with where we were yesterday. And hopefully we're better tomorrow than we are today. The infinite game of life. Now, the chances are good that if you're familiar with this term, infinite game, then you've likely heard about it from Simon Sinek. Uh, he wrote a really popular book called The Infinite Game back in 2019, but he did not invent this idea. This idea has been around for a little while, actually. It was an idea coined by a guy named Dr. James P. Kars in uh, his 1986 book called Finite and Infinite Games, A Vision of Life as Play and Possibility. So Simon Sinek wrote a great book 
that expanded on this and applied it mostly to business leaders. And while I think that book is definitely worth reading, I don't think it really applies to a lot of the people listening right now, especially as it relates to business leadership. Instead of thinking about how to run your business with an infinite game mentality, I wanted to talk more about the infinite game as it applies to our everyday lives and our careers. So first, let's talk about this concept of finite versus infinite games. Now, remember, Simon Sinek is speaking to business leaders in his book, but he sums it up really well. So I want to quote it here. In finite games like football or chess, the players are known, the rules are fixed, and the endpoint is clear. The winners and the losers are easily identified. However, in infinite games like business or politics or life itself, the players, they come and go. The rules are changeable. There is no defined endpoint. There are no winners or losers in an infinite game. There's only ahead and behind. In the book, he says something that I think is just so profound, and it sums up life so succinctly. He says, we can't choose the game. We can't choose the rules. We can only choose how we play. And I love that quote so much because it exactly sums up how we should be living our lives. We can only choose how we play. We can't choose the game. We can't choose the rules. Only how we play the game. So when we think about finite and infinite games, we should really break this down a bit into a mindset, an infinite versus a finite mindset. And leaders.com summed up Dr. Case's book pretty well, and they put it like this, and I'm going to read it just word for word because I think it really works so well. Here's how finite players see the world. They see the world as only having winners and losers. They think that we exist to defeat our competitors. They tend to prefer going for short-term wins over thinking about longer-term plans. Their values tend to come second to their interests. And they do their job just because it's a job. Now, when you think about infinite players, this is how they see the world. They hold true to their values at all times. They understand that learning every day is a necessary part of life. They understand that planning for the future matters more than any short-term win or gain. They work to improve themselves and they don't focus on their competitors. And their strategies hold true to their mission in life. So when I look at this and I think about infinite players and an infinite mindset, what I really think about is a growth mindset. And that's something we've already talked about quite a bit. Remember that a growth mindset, it means that you love a good challenge. From your perspective, limitations are not how you define yourself, right? Failing is an opportunity for growth and improvement. And everything that you know how to do, you've learned. And everything you don't know how to do, you can learn. So with the growth mindset, you know that you can always be better next time. You know that when failure happens, you need to learn from it. And most importantly, you know that tomorrow is another day. It's another day to try harder. It's another day to be better than you were the day before. So how might we apply this idea of an infinite mindset in our lives? One of the biggest things to think about is adopting a more long-term perspective, right? Focus on the bigger picture. Think about continuous improvement and growth over more short-term quick wins. So let's think about how we might be able to do some of these things in our personal and professional lives. First, let's talk about focusing on a purpose. Now, I mention this a lot, but I really think it's important to find your personal why. And in Simon Sinek's book, he talks a lot about the company and why the company needs a why. 
But I think it's just as important for each of us to find our own personal why. Why do you get out of bed every day? What motivates you to go to work? What motivates you to get up? What keeps you going when things get hard? And this can help you focus when you think about your long-term career, what you want out of your life. It can help you find the right job. It can help you find the right partner. It can help you find the right place to live, what industry to work on, any number of things. But finding your why and having that be a kind of guiding principle can really help you as you make all kinds of other decisions throughout your life. So finding your why is going to set you up to be successful and all the other things that we're going to talk about here in a minute. Next is embrace learning. And this one goes right back to that growth mindset. A growth mindset is all about improving yourself every time that you try and every time that you fail. But this is also about professional and personal development, right? It could be reading books, listening to podcasts, taking a course, joining meetups or professional organizations or or talking with colleagues and friends, whatever it is. It's also about learning from your mistakes. And on LinkedIn a couple of weeks ago, I talked about self-compassion and how going easy on yourself is actually scientifically proven to help you do better next time. This is part of that too. And when you understand that infinite games don't have a set time or structure, failing doesn't seem as permanent. You still have time to learn. There's still tomorrow to do better. You can always achieve whatever goal it was that you were trying to achieve in the first place because you have time. So embrace learning however it comes, whether it's expected, like from taking a class, reading a book, or listening to a podcast, or unexpected, like from failure or a mistake that you've made. Next is prioritize collaboration. Now, one of the biggest takeaways for me when I think about the infinite game is that there are no real losers. We're all playing together, and the only goal is to keep playing as long as possible. So for me, that means that we're not competing with anybody. And what is so powerful about that idea is that it opens up the potential for us to collaborate with anyone and everyone that fits with our values and our purpose. We're not competing against any of these other people So why isn't everybody a potential collaboration opportunity? And that's why I'm stoked to collaborate with other content creators on LinkedIn or other podcasters or anyone else for that matter. The great thing about thinking this way is that it keeps us from being defensive. We're scared to build relationships because we're worried that somebody might end up doing better than us or outperforming us, whatever it is. If we collaborate and they end up moving along further, then great, more power to them. I'm glad I could play a part in helping them get a promotion or recognition. Because remember, it's not about competition. So again, finding your why and your purpose, like I talked about a minute ago, is really important when it comes to collaboration. Make sure you're aligning yourself with people who have similar drive, similar purpose, so that you're working together instead of working against each other. Next, think long-term. Now, one of the biggest differentiators between finite and infinite mindsets is this idea of playing the long game versus focusing on immediate wins above all else. And as you make decisions, you want to think about how this decision might affect your next move or the move after that. It's a lot like playing chess, except chess is a finite game. If you were to do this thing today, what would this mean for you in the future? How will this impact you in a week or a year? How does it impact your next move or your next promotion? It might not always be easy to predict this or determine this, but it's always good practice to at least think about it. So thinking long-term can help with a few things in your career. It can help you to think about setting goals. It can help to think about companies you want to work for. It can help you to think about the jobs that you want to take and how that sets you up for success in the long term. It can help you think about the people that you partner with or collaborate with. In your personal life, it could be where you want to go to school, 
Where do you want to live? Is this person the right person for marriage or, or long-term relationships or whatever it is? Do I want kids or not? You know, any, any of these things, this mindset can apply to both personal and professional life. So thinking a few steps ahead is critical to infinite thinking. Next is remember to be adaptable. Those concepts that we talked about in episode 21, surviving and thriving in a VUCA world, they all apply here too. Volatile, uncertain, complex, ambiguous. If that doesn't perfectly sum up the game of life, then I, I don't know what does. So being able to digest all of those changing, complex, ambiguous, moving parts, figure out how to adapt and overcome challenges, that is a huge benefit when it comes to both life and work. So if you haven't listened to episode 21, go check that out and see what you can do when life throws some VUCA your way. All right, next is you got to measure progress so that you know you are improving, right? When you think in terms of an infinite game, it changes how you measure your progress. So it's not about thinking in terms of doing something first or having more of this or that than, than some competitor or beating someone at some metric, you know, or being the leader in this market or that. Remember that living with an infinite mindset doesn't mean you don't keep track of your progress. It just changes how you measure the progress. So measuring progress with an infinite mindset, it's about measuring you today against you in the past. It's about setting milestones, definitely. But it's also about recognizing that it's okay to miss a milestone as long as you're closer than you were yesterday. For me personally, I'm not trying to win or beat anybody, right? I might have fewer followers on social media than somebody else, but it doesn't matter. I might have fewer listens than another podcast, but it doesn't matter. I might not have as many articles or speaking engagements or books or patents or money or cars, vacation homes, whatever metrics other people might use to determine quote-unquote success or quote-unquote winning. What I have versus what someone else has, it doesn't matter at all. What matters is that I have what I have and I'm happy with it. So make sure that whatever you use to determine your success, it matches your purpose again. And make sure that you're not using this as a metric to measure yourself against anybody else. You're measuring yourself against yourself. That's it. So remember that the infinite game is not something you can win. The goal of an infinite game should be to keep playing as long as possible. You're not competing with anybody but yourself. And even then, your goal should be continuous improvement, being better tomorrow than you were today. So don't beat yourself up over, over things that don't necessarily matter in the long run. Remember that self-compassion is backed up by science. So check out that article from Stanford University. I'm going to link to it in the show notes. A growth mindset, an infinite mindset will actually reap a lot of benefits and positive results in your life. And it's, just, it's not some new age hippy dippy load of crap. So don't play the game of life to win. Instead, play the game of life to keep improving. That's it. Well, all right, y'all, I think that's it for me for today. I hope to help give you a little more insight into this idea of the infinite game. Is this something you've thought about before? Have you applied any of these concepts to, to work and personal life? And if so, did you notice any benefits? Did it change anything for the better? Let me know what you think on LinkedIn or shoot me an email at hello at beyonduxdesign.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you like what you heard today, don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you feel like you're getting something out of the show, I would love it if you left a five-star review. Not just five stars, I'm talking about a couple sentences too. That would, that would help me out way more than you know. And if you know somebody who might find any of this stuff useful, why don't you tell them about it? That'd be fantastic. And if you want to help keep the show independent and ad-free, Check out those Patreon sponsorship packages at beyonduxdesign.com slash support. You can join Chris, Siroquan, Stacy, Radu, and Megan by supporting the show for as little as $3 a month. And there are some awesome perks like a badass holographic Beyond UX Design sticker. You can get a shout out on the show every week. 
There's even a package to meet with me for 30 minutes every month, but I don't have a lot of those left. So if you're interested in that, make sure you check that out. Don't forget to sign up for the newsletter and check out all the past episodes at beyonduxdesign.com. I hope you keep coming back for more great UX tips from Beyond UX Design. And until next time, remember, you're more than a designer because there is more to UX than design. I'll see you around. Take care, y'all. 